We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Carlo Navas, and with me today, we have the great Siobhan. What's up, Vaughn? Hello, you... people. Yep. How we doing? Good. We're doing good. We got 2K Coach, host of pregaming, which may or may not appear at some point this season, Frankie G. Duncan Robinson saves lives today. I'm glad you said that because our fourth panelist host of hangover time he twitter president alf head of the duncan robinson hive listen all right i'm not gonna stay long i'm just can you can you just clear space i just need like two minutes we, you Maybe got first. floor is yours floor is yours floor is yours King. Okay, listen a lot of people on twitter and around heat nation have just been criticizing me and saying i've been way too negative you know what i have been i've been motherfucking right <laughs> okay, I've been very fucking right. There, you know how many? You know how, you know how many of you came at me with the hot take this year that Josh Richardson should be the starting point guard over Kyle Lowry? Are you fucking dumb? A lot of are you stupid? What are you talking about? Do you not remember who Josh Richardson is? Do you not remember his decision making skills? Have you not watched this man play basketball for the last ten years? Like, what are we doing here? So fine, listen. I'm not going to be all negative tonight, but I just want to point that out, that I have been right, right, extremely right about Josh Richardson. Like, I told y'all, he wasn't even the backup point guard. Y'all were trying to tell me he should start at point guard, at point guard in, in, the, in the NBA, the National Basketball Association, American basketball. Like, we ain't talking about Greece. We ain't talking about Turkey. We ain't talking about fucking Israel, Australia, the National Basketball Association of America. Like, you thought he should be a starting point guard in this league. So, listen, whatever. You guys are wrong. I'm going to let it go. 
I'm gonna let it go because I'm if I'm if I'm nothing, I'm a man of forgiveness. Okay, so we'll move on from Josh Richardson. He shouldn't have been in the closing lineup. Josh Richardson uh, should Josh, have been I'm Hamish. Haywood Heisman should have been out there. Kyle Lowry should have been out there. Duncan Robinson should have been out there. Jaime should have been out there. Anybody but Josh Richardson, right? Because he makes bad decisions, holds on to the ball too long. And honestly, oh, he's a good defender. He's a, no, he's not. He just swings his hands wildly. I used to do that. I know that trick. I know it. Just go Act, crazy. Active. And people think you're a great defender. He's active. That's the he's Pat Beverly hat. Who said Pat, Pat just been fooling yeah, y'all? He fools you. He tricks y'all. <laughs> He's active. He's not a good defender. He's always in the wrong position. Now, listen, Josh Richardson has a place on this team. He just should not be handling the ball. He should not be shooting. He should be playing about eight minutes per game. But anyway, we're going to move on from the negative because people say I'm too negative. The next thing I want to talk about is that the fourth player on the fourth best player on your team all season long has been Duncan Robinson. Are we sure it's not Tyler and Duncan's not third? Listen. I'll hear arguments. <laughs> don't, no, don't listen. I'm, Jimmy Butler has showed up about a, a game and three quarters. Oh, I, okay? I'm, I'm down for so, Jimmy Butler is not. If, if, if you're going to argue with me about who's one or two, it's either Tyler or Bam. Okay. Jimmy Butler is solidly in third place. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Duncan Robinson has been your fourth best player. So all the people who, oh my God, we're paying Duncan Robinson so much. That's a You're bargain. Broke. You sound broke. You sound broke when you say that shit. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. It's $19 million with your broke ass. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. You sound broke. You sound like a fucking loser. All right. That is piddly. That is nothing. You sound like that an FTX investor. No, no. Here's the thing. We talk about $19 million. We forget that in three years from the time the contract is signed, those numbers are never anything. $19 million is like an eighth guy off the I bench believe, right Alf, now. they have to win a title for him to get the full $19 million. Okay, and it will be fucking worth it because he will be your fourth best player <laughs> if they win a fucking title this year, unless a major move is made. So I, that's my, my second thing. Tyler, Dun- Tyler Duncan Robinson, fucking <laughs> beast. I was right about Duncan Robinson. I was right about Josh Richardson. Okay. And the last thing I will say is I was wrong about something. I was wrong about Damian Lillard. <laughs> In what way? Took a fucking left. Motherfucker's trash. <laughs> Can't play defense. What are they, a 26 ranked defense? They're bad. They're trash. They're bad. They're just, they're mid as fuck. Chris Middleton is still the second best player on that team somehow. Oh, and Brooke Lopez is you. still the third best player on that team. And Jay Crowder might be the fourth. Oh, Fuck. Duncan is the 89th pay- highest paid player in the That's league. a bargain. Oh, 89. Oh, what are we ever going to do? We're going to be broke forever. You guys are so lame. You're broke. You're broken. That's why you talk like this. Stop being broke, NBA fans. Like, Level the fuck up, all right? Chad agrees with you. Ain't nothing. They say Jamari anyway. Bouye is better than Dame. Christian says that you're a very <laughs> humble man in chat. I am. I two two rights and a wrong. <laughs> Who? What other? What other analyst is going to come out here like that no, and true. admit they were wrong about? And he it. Didn't only even you mentioned Drew. What did I not say? Go after Drew. <laughs> did, did I not say go get? 
Motherfucker, well, I'm betting you, like seven fifty. That I'd be. Do you have a fucking National League with that shit? Do you have a Joe Cronin take coming out with today's news that unfortunately Robert Williams <laughs> needs a surgery? The hole. Oh wait, wait, Gianni. The hole. The hole that the he hall. got. The hole. What, what what what's the, what's that sorry some bitch from Phoenix that got? I don't even want to remember his name. The DeAndre. Celtics name. The, the Celtics are going to be the DeAndre runaway what? one seed. That's how good those picks wait, wait, are going to be. Wait, wait, DeAndre what? No, no, wait. G, DeAndre what? Dominate Dominatrix, Dominate. Dominating, Dominating. Why would he be is the 40th highest paid player in the league. 40th. Is he not averaging less points than Duncan Robinson? They didn't want Duncan. They didn't want Duncan. They didn't want Jaime. They didn't want Tyler. That was dumb. Okay. They didn't want Tyler. They might have been right about not wanting you. Dame this year. You gave away Drew, <laughs> part of one of the best offenses in the history of the fucking league. Listen, <laughs> I, 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 my petty is unmatched, all right? If I'm going to lose, fine. But you better fucking lose, too. And Portland, <laughs> you fucking lost. Because Scoot? Wemby out here looking like a fucking future league MVP. Scoot looking like a fucking future Shanghai Shark MVP. Okay, so you pay listen, well. listen, and then and a uh, uh, time lord. The time's up. <laughs> do, do you have something oh, for Le- do you have something for LeBron? Nah, man. I, listen, I, I, <laughs> I, I, for Anthony no. Davis. No, I do have some for Anthony Davis. Okay, Dos Minutos on the timeline said Anthony Davis is going to fake an injury in the first quarter, and he <laughs> he, he 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 did he really wrong. He <laughs> waited to the second quarter. Okay, and not only did he fake an injury, he invented one. He invented one. He did. What, what do you call it? A hip? A hips? Uh, a hip? Uh, Confusion? What was it? Jiggler? Like I don't, he made some <laughs> shit up. It was a whole new the, the whole broadcast team side eye reported hip spasm. Chat no groin hip spasm. groin hip spasm is what no, Chad no, is saying. Hip spasm. What the fuck is that? Uh, hip spasm. Listen, <laughs> we just have hip spasm. We just call it dancing. All those, right. Those <laughs> He really he had that first. I, I will say. He did. He also he, asked. He had a hips. He also asked. We call that the tootsie roll. <laughs> that ain't no fucking injury. Dose also oh. asked on the timeline what happened to Lil Boozy. Which I, I was not... Keep that homophobe away from this that broadcast. That was the funniest tweet of the night. <laughs> Dose or Lil Boozy? <laughs> <laughs> You're Miami Heat. Beat the Los Angeles Lakers. I've got anything I'm else out. on the way out before we break down no, this game. Good. All right. What? I'm, what a listen. I'm what an MVP it. performance out of the president. Yeah. Listen. Go I vote. Was, go vote I tomorrow. Too many of these. Monday. Enjoy enjoy your $50,000 mattress. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondering. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Brass, let's find out what everybody's doing. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a performance. Let's let's give it up. I mean, Bam and Alf today really uh really carried. Well that was efficient from Alf. We yeah. that was. Oh, we have a game to talk about, guys. I mean, Alf really, you know, hit all the, the topics of the week, but the the game happened in Abon. And I'm gonna say this. They held on at the end to to survive. Let's talk about the good before we get into how annoying they are. Okay. That third quarter, if that that third quarter was magical, that third quarter made me believe that they could win a title. That third quarter was so special. The way that they were moving, clicking, grooving, passing, yeah. running, cutting, shooting, Bond. I, I fell in love with that. I fell in love with whoever they were in the third quarter. That that was like my platonic ideal version of them. Yeah, that and that's that's been my ideal version of them too. <clears throat> a lot of um a lot of my reasoning for wanting the majority of the group to stay intact was um something like an envisioning of something like this. They have when Spo came out and said that they were deeper, right, than last year. And people thought like Spo was just shooting the shit. And if you, you know, kind of be honest about it. Yeah, it's, it's going to take them a few games to, you know, mesh, figure out 
where people need to be, where guys need to be. They have new people. Guys like balls in certain places. You think a guy's going to vacate this back cut. They're going to keep going, you know, things like that. But they, they are still tiny. They're still small enough, but they are bigger than they have been. They're more athletic than they have been. Um, and they have, uh, you know, a, a fairly sizable group of, you know, capable ball handlers. Wherever you fall on the PG, no PG, you know, side of side of Twitter, that's that's for you to fall on. But I think, you know, just the the synergy and kind of the co- connectedness. And it's been and it's been really fun for me over the last couple of games watching Bam, Jimmy and Tyler operate in the slices of court that they should operate in without being in each other's way. Um, and I think between those three and, and the stuffing and kind of the feeling that they have, you know, on either side of them, I, I think they have a lot of good stuff. You have, you know, Haywood, the strength, the body, the defensive prowess, the shooting touch. I'm a, a fucking strong body rookie who just has a, a feel about him. Uh, Kyle has been great to start this season. Like they, they all of the thing, take your, take your, take your lap. <laughs> all of the things that, you know, you, kind of could hope for I think we've seen in in enough spurts to where you you can have the vision you can say okay I see you know if we're able to replicate um you know actions and things kind of like the third quarter they should be in you know decent spots and I think they will continue to be a little bit of a pleasant revelation for even their own fan base uh, Chad is correct. Siobhan is getting a raise for complimenting Kyle. Everybody knows uh, the company policy here. So congratulations to Siobhan. Uh, Frankie, <clears throat> I, I agree with everything. I agree with everything Siobhan is saying. And, and I think a lot of that also comes on kind of BAM taking initiative on offense yes. as a, yes. not just as a, <laughs> as a score, but as a playmaker, obviously triple double today. But, you know, there was one play, um, Frankie, where he got an offensive rebound and he like literally – he didn't even – he was like – he grabbed it, he came down, and he was already moving downhill. Like, that's such a change from what we're used to where he brings the ball out, looks for a handoff, passes out to a shooter. He was ready to go in the trees and score. And I think that a lot of what Bon is saying kind of revolved around kind of Bam's play on both ends today, but particularly on offense. Yeah, there were a lot of moments, like even when uh, he went through like some bad or questionable shot selection – uh, and decision making, there wasn't a lot of time on the court where you didn't feel Bam's presence. There's yep. there's a lot of times where Bam kind of you know can disappear and you forget he's on the court. Not tonight, uh, tonight was not one of those nights though. Like you felt his impact on, on both ends. Uh, defensively, he was swarming, got those uh, stocks numbers that the the voters love so much. Got a plenty of them. Blocked Anthony Davis on a jumper. Um, you know, and uh, you mentioned the 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 playmaking. Like, how how fluid does the the Heat offense often look when they can't get anything going? They just stick Bam in the high post. Yep. Have a DHO uh, on one end and have a, a a little screen on the other end, and and he's looking for the cut at a cutter, a shooter, and and he can flow into other actions like that. They there's just more fluidity at times when they and, and I feel like they often go away from the high post actions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, and that's something they can run with Jimmy and Bam uh, on both on the court, both at the operating at the elbows, uh, instead of having one guy at the dunker spot away from the ball. I, sometimes I, th- I feel like they they should pull away uh, the the other guy um, on and go to the elbow a little bit more. But yeah, Bam offense, you know, defensively we talk about him. But I feel like we don't praise Bam defensively enough. Like 
we talk about him like yeah you know you know what he does defensively but like he was really swarming active uh on the ball off the ball pinching helping at the nail uh switching on to bronze switching on to ad switching on to guards and and just being disruptive and and you know uh it they don't win without him being the, the one of the best versions of him that we've seen uh in his career so far chad is like bam hit a three when did that happen <coughs> bam not only did bam hit a three bam hit a pull-up three it wasn't an end of clock heat it yep. was like i'm gonna take this and i'm walking that into it i think jimmy yeah. and bam combined hit like four threes today or five something crazy it's just insane it was just delicious love to see it and and, and I thought today he used a jump shot as a counter, which is something uh, kind of a theme we've talked about a lot on the show. It's like that shouldn't be his go-to. It should be like what he does. Yes. Yeah. So the Lakers, and, and I thought it was pretty smart by them. They were like, okay, where they're sending extra help from the corner into the paint. Their guy was dropped a bit deeper on Bam, making sure that he was not going to roll so freely into, into the into the restricted area. And I thought, listen, AD is a very good player that he can recover off that off sinking. And I thought Bam played it very well. He hit his shots. He elevated. He, he hit those. And when he had to, he went to the rim, got fouled, all that stuff. So huge game for Bam on, on both ends. One more thing about Bam. The th yes, please. <clears throat> I, Frankie and I talked about it a little bit. Some of my I'll, – I'll speak for myself. Some of my um, desire for wanting to see Bam feel more comfortable in kind of low post situation doesn't have to be against bigger guys. I think a lot of his um, – I don't know, kind of the hecticness or just feelings of discomfort or or lack of confidence for him comes from or has come from kind of sometimes just moving a little bit too quick and, and relying on knowing that he's bursty, knowing that he's quick. And I've always I've, I've found myself wanting him to um, realize that he can be technically sound and, and patient uh, in a posting situation I thought to especially to begin the game even the very first possession he he got the the up and under the step through um yes. on AD I didn't, I didn't I didn't like him going overhand I think that's why he missed it the way that he did off the back where had he gone underhand and taken a little bit of the force off I think he would have made it but just I I appreciated his patience um in his posting situations and not speeding himself up people don't really speed him up when he's in those situations I think he kind of um, gets in his own head a little bit and it was pleasant for me to see him feel a bit more patient and a bit more composed in kind of those areas and and it allows him to feel more forceful more impactful he can take his time and figure out what he it is that he wants to do and then when he gets to it it's it's explosive it's authoritative and I really I want to see more of that and he should keep that going forward you forgot on it and uh it reminded me that he he was more uh he's been more forceful Yes. offensively like you feel his physicality on drives there's so many times where bam gets knocked off his spot so easily he falls on the floor he looks like a fucking deer sometimes it's like a baby face deer just knocked off his spot so easily and he's yeah. a big dude he's like 260 he should not be knocked off as easy there was one possession uh, it was an and one where he caught the offensive rebounds got had like two sets of arms on him yep. and still powered through and, and finished two hand yep yeah yeah and instead of like like we need more of that yep. i know i know it's a lot to ask of him because he gets beat up having to guard uh one through five all game and stuff so you know i don't expect it all the time but like especially when you it's a small guy on you i, I would love more physicality 
offensively yeah. in those instances. Yeah, that instance he had like Austin Reeves on him, and he could have easily like gone over his left shoulder and given us like a little fadeaway yeah, hook or some shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he was strong two hands. Yeah. I loved it. Uh, euphemism for wonder in chat says, "Gotta love OJ Simpson weighing in on Bam's game." You don't. You don't have to love it. You, you don't. You don't again. Actually, oh, have to. You know, <laughs> you can't. You can't argue with Juice's logic. Uh, truly, uh, it was what, a killer take. <laughs> <laughs> to die for, truly. The game fit. No, no need to equip. What a shout out! Some subs it's tonight. What Fig said. Resubscribe with Prime. Eighteen months. Love the support. Said may have had to stress another fourth quarter but at least i watched our rook freeze lebron and get delo ejected talk about my son talk listen that that move that dude that move was nasty and tyler then got blocked like a couple possessions later. so <laughs> yep. um clearly you know watch the duality yeah exactly Jimmy uh, had the most threes for the heat tonight <laughs> really yeah <laughs> yes in chat four uh jay jock for resubscribed uh hey, 34 Tyler took 10 threes tonight. I like that. I like that. I, th I think they got to get their I, attempts up. Bro, I disagree with you guys. I want him to have his attempts up, but I like I want him around eight. Bon, he takes more the same amount of pull-up twos as threes, but he's a, an elite three-point shooter and an average two-point shooter. You and John Jablanca aren't going to <laughs> sway me. And I I, under, I get it, but... Their shot profile is fucked up right now. They shoot a lot of mid-range shots. Mid team. And they're bad at them. I'd be okay if they were good at them, but they're like... But they have to take them to get good at them. And there's, there's They're not good at them I yet. Do. They're good at threes. They're the, they did it last year, too. They're the fifth-best three-point shooting team. They should take sure, some take more. Them to, I'm not saying... I don't think I'm not necessarily saying lower the number of the twos. I'm okay with raising the threes, but I think that they have to keep well, probing. Mean, the shots got to come from somewhere. So you take more twos, you're going to. Not going to be more possessions. Yeah. They're, they're not, not with Eric Spolster running the show. Yeah. Or and they don't seem to be a high team, like a team that, that forces a ton of turnovers to get those possessions. But I mean, we don't have to talk about the macros today, but just kind of just picking back off, off of Tyler's <laughs> point. Uh, Jack in chats, Weird Alpha says, stay strong, Bond. Don't fall for this Daryl Morey nerd bullshit. I won't. Hi, Jack. They, you cannot trick me. I'm not, an, <laughs> I'm not anti mid range shot. I'm just, I just, no, I know. I'm anti are bad mid range shooters. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and I, I think part of that, like in the playoffs, will change because, like, you know, Jimmy will take a higher diet of mid range shots and he's really good at them, especially when he cares, especially on switches and stuff like that. So it just kind of depends on on who's taking them and the rotation is a little bit kind of funky right now with injuries and all that stuff. So <clears throat> we'll see. Let's just agenda gifted a tier one sub. Uh, so shout out to, uh, and, and I will say this, Duncan played some good defense today. Hooper to Hooper. There was a funny possession where LeBron got Duncan on a switch and uh, the Lakers just didn't go to him. Duncan <laughs> Duncan's a Darrell Revis. They just, you know, just shut down that side of the court. No mismatch <laughs> on this end. So Duncan Island. Uh, Austin Reeves did score over hero though. Uh, which, by the way, Hero lost the battle between for the best uh, American white player. So, Duncan, Duncan, and Reeves really, uh, really took that mantle today. Ruff Reeves was calling for Tyler. Like, come here, bring the white boy. Tyler's numbers <laughs> look good today, but you know, I, I, it, what? Uh, <laughs> I mean, he what did he have? He had twenty-two on uh, twenty shots. Oh man, six yeah. turnovers. That's a lot. Oh, like, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy had three turnovers today. And I would like to know when the last time that happened was. 
Yeah, he's not really a high he doesn't, turnover guy. He doesn't do that. So, he, Jimmy did have zero fouls while guarding LeBron James. That's crazy. <laughs> that part's fucking crazy. That was crazy. Um, but Jimmy, by the way, you know, 28, 4, 6, shot 60%. Uh, yeah. Only got to got to the line seven times, which I believe that he only had two free throws going into the fourth quarter. Um, so you know, classic classic Jimmy regular season game where you're like, man, I don't feel like he made an impact, and you're like, how is he the leading scorer? But <laughs> uh, but in the fourth quarter, he was that guy. Uh, I would have liked him to be a little more of that guy instead of Tyler Hero handling the ball late. We can kind of get into their fourth quarter now, but you know. Spo doesn't start the the fourth quarter with either Jimmy or Bam, and I understand him wanting to get those guys rest. But I think that a defensive unit of Duncan, Tyler, uh, Josh, JJJ, yeah. and Thomas Bryant is just not that's not survivable. And I just don't know if they have the luxury to sit those guys together because once Bam came in the game, it got settled. He was immediately made an impact. So, you know, I, I think one of those guys has to start the fourth. I know that I, I'm, I'm all over the place right now. Uh, but No, I, I agree. And I, you know, the account tweeted it and, <clears throat> you know, I quote tweeted, I'm, I'm typically okay with them getting their minutes of rest to start the fourth. Um, I don't think that it's something that should be uh, just uniform. I don't think that it should be a blanketed thing across just, you know, through the entirety of the season. I do think it has to be matchup depending, score dependent, mm. situational. And and I wonder, Frankie and I again talked about the early game rotations. I wonder if it's a little bit of uh cause and effect of kind of some of their adjustments um in the early game rotations. Frankie, what did you say about um the first subs in and and how the first um kind of rotations went and and whether or not that could have kind of played into the minute allotment in the fourth. Uh, well, we've seen a lot of er- the early stuff. The, one of the first subs was Drew Smith and uh, coming in for Kyle or coming in for Jimmy or something like that. And uh, the, I've noticed the last two games, the first sub is, has been Duncan coming in uh, for Tyler. And they're running Jimmy, slowly turning into Jimmy and in the, in the bench lineups. And uh, that happened the, the, today for the first uh, and, and third quarter. And um, they – had a lot of success g you said the the third like you talked about the third quarter a little bit today just the, how beautiful the basketball went because even when they went to the bench or they kept some of the starters in the ball was moving the energy didn't stop on both ends and uh i i think that has something to do with it and bond what you mentioned about matchup dependency like i think uh not having jimmy and or bam on the floor while lebron is in the game yeah. is certainly a choice yeah so like <laughs> i and i understand that like I think as fans, we want them to take it game by game, but obviously, like, my my light uh, totally decides to. It's a rave over there. Yeah, you know that happens, and I, I think that the radio waves are like get they, they get interfered, and if the people upstairs do some shit, it affects my light. So like in the middle of the night, I'll be sleeping, and it's totally dark, and there's just a a real big white light coming from my office. It's very unsettling. It's one of the most unsettling things. You need to go back to your energy lady. You need to get that yeah, cleaned no, I, out. I need, to, I, need, I need to go back. Um, but I, as I was saying, um, what was I saying? I'm sorry. That threw me off. Uh, incredibly. We as fans kind of want things fans, to be. Yeah. But I think that we as fans kind of want them to take it matchup by matchup. And I understand the coaching staff. It's like, hey, we have an 82-game season. 
we need a routine and this is like our guy yeah. and i understand like players are also like hey, i like knowing when i come in the game i Pieces like of habit. yeah they're like i like going in at eight minutes to you know i need to know when i'm coming in so they can't change it obviously today that got changed yeah. it got bad and you could tell that they wanted this one bam comes in the game early doesn't get his typical rest that's fine also you know i'm sure that bam won. Oh, and, and jimmy and bam both played 30 uh close to 38 minutes today that's probably uh, not something that they want during the regular season, but I think they have to no, stop they, like, the bleeding. To your, credit, to your point that they wanted this one, Tyler's okay. usually been, consistently been one of the only ones playing like that many minutes. Yeah. He only had uh, 34 today. Uh, I think strategic reasons for that, but yeah. they they don't have enough. I think when Caleb comes back, as a, a healthy, I think that he helps their defense a little bit as well. I think that they can figure yeah. out what they want to do with Josh, and they can. I do think that that their backup center is a problem defensively, and I don't really know where that solution is going to be. They're just going to have to ride with that. I just think that they're they're going to have some tinkering to do, and I'm sure that we're going to see some differences because I think pretty consistently their fourth quarter collapses. Um, I, I think we know they get out of rhythm early. And then it's hard to kind of rein that back in, especially when yeah. the other team's on a roll, especially with the way offense works in this league. It just leads to defense, and, and you're leaking out. You're turning the ball over. I, I thought Hero in particular did too much handling. I, I thought we were going to get a Jimmy versus LeBron down the stretch there, but Jimmy didn't really get the ball for like three minutes. It was like Tyler and Bam pick and roll, which shout out to Chris Wood, I guess. I mean, he played well on a drop, but like uh, just that wasn't really working. Yeah, I want their fourth quarter processes to shift a little bit to to kind of what you're saying, a little bit more Jimmy ball dominant um, and maybe less Tyler on ball and, um, you know, kind of just a, feeling a bit more subtle, especially in like close situations. Chat saying, uh, Lowry, like sorry, I don't want to cut you off, Frank. I want to say this before the, the message goes away. People say Ch Kyle uh, Griffith, Griffith Racy says Kyle with the bench to start the fourth. I just don't think Kyle fixes that defensive issue because I think my issue is more defensively, right? Because they have Tyler and Duncan, so theoretically, yeah. you know, right. and Thomas Bryant, right? Theoretically, that, that lineup should score. The problem is, is that like the Lakers got like three straight shots at the rim, and I, while I obviously know how I feel about Kyle, I just don't really think he's like helping your your point of attack defense to the extent that, no. yeah, he's kind of like a great fourth guy that's gonna make plays like that charge. He's gonna make those small deflections, those 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 small plays that translate to big plays. But he's not gonna anchor a defense like Bam can. Yeah. Um, that charge was huge, though. That was that was huge. And you know what's crazy is that the play before, like a, a play or two before, Lowry rotates, and LeBron is so mm -hmm. fucking smart. Bon, you know the play I'm talking about. LeBron decelerates, and kind of uses his hand as a shield and slides past Lowry, and then the defender from from the from the strong side. Incredible! Like he's just such a fucking. He's seen it. He's seen it all, and he knows yeah. exactly. That's why Lowry getting that charge is big because LeBron. That was. It, it looked like that was something that he was watching out for. Yeah, and he, and for he, it, he yeah. still got got. He still got got. Yeah, everybody. Gets he's one. like, I've swept this motherfucker so many times. Yeah, I, I need to. A, I, I know what he's cooking. He knows. He knows what he's cooking. Um, anything else about the fourth uh quarter that you? Because I want to talk about a little bit about Duncan, and then we can start kind of closing out, but just disappointing after they played so well to kind of get in a hole and then really, if we're being honest, they got lucky. They gave up open yeah. threes to good shooters that missed. 
the turnovers were inexcusable. The yeah. bad lobs, the, the Jimmy bad pass. Kyle had a bad pass to Jimmy cutting, and, and Jimmy and Kyle were chirping back and forth about well, it. Like, Tyler off in the mid-off. Yeah, it's just... It's just <laughs> It, it was just a lot. Spo, it, it was every nobody. Uh, nobody was good. Pace, yeah. Hi, Hi, Highsmith not closing, putting Josh. I didn't get that one. I need you're that. Playing, you're playing LeBron James, bro. Like get I the guy. You don't, especially knowing Spo. You know, you you want a switching team that doesn't. You know, that doesn't have holes. What did Josh right. do to earn the minutes over over Highsmith? Power. Or even Hawkins, like Hawkins was really solid, really yeah. good tonight. Oh, I and, I uh, agree, but I I get having the veteran in that situation. Yeah. I mean, but Hawkins is playing 18 minutes. I, I I mean, he's probably still on the minutes restriction, but like some point you gotta like either trust one, him. bro. He's had fucking Drew closing games, closing stretches down uh, when Drew didn't earn it. So like weird, I bro. I would trust Hawkins. Hawkins is a, a veteran in basketball experience. Suppose mad weird. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was frustrating. It was a lot of that fourth quarter made me upset because I was so happy in the third. And Gee, they finished at the I, I counted it because last game they had a season high 35 assists. So I was tracking it at, at the end of the third. They had 25 assists. The Heat finished with 30 assists like they, the ball stops moving in the fourth. It, it's a consistent pattern with the Eric Spolster teams. They, they try to avoid turnovers and they still turn the ball over at, at a high rate because the ball they don't have the talent to out execute with limited action on offense bond so well, sorry g so frankie would you rather so what would you rather their fourth quarter defense or offensive processes be because we talked about like tyler being too dominant i talked about maybe kind of jimmy having it a bit more but i think even in those jimmy moments it'll still um yeah, less it'll still be a little bit less movement do you want like the Duncan Bam. I want tempo. I want pushing pace. I want trying to get easy baskets. This team doesn't have the talent to Correct. win in the yeah. half court. Let's right. get like we're there were so many possessions in the third quarter where they started offense uh it, with 19 seconds on the clock. I'm like, oh my god, this is this is not the pre Kyle Lowry heat anymore. This is <laughs> this is this is back to normal. How yeah. the the good looks, and then they in the fourth quarter, 10 seconds left. They still haven't got the ball inside the arc yet because they're still setting up their offense. Bond, that, that's what I was going to bring up was like the pace, right? Like, do you think that like them playing with more pace? Because in that third quarter, that's what they were doing. And I think a lot of that was Bam and Kyle. They were yeah. both, you know, both pushing off, off rebounds, both and playing turnovers. quick, moving. Yeah, they're getting turnovers. I, I think Duncan runs really, really hard as well. And I think that that his kind of, moving off ball kind of helps out. But I, I just felt like their offense looks so good when they play quicker and when they're moving as opposed to, like, setting up shop in, like, the elbow. Yeah. And then and they got to just keep trusting themselves then. I, it, it, the, if, if these are the cases, then, to me, the, it's a mental it, – there's something collectively mental that happens, you know, like when situations get kind of tight. And if – if they feel what they feel about what it is that they do, then just continue to do it and, and do it at a high level and, and trust yourselves and, you know, the processes and the way that you go about things that you will be okay. Yeah. The giggle at the trust the process. I heard. No, I, I, <laughs> saw, I saw a text that, uh, that, that yeah. Jack sent me and he said, no one scored in the final three minutes of the game. Just, just fine. like, oh, like Griffin, Griffin Racy says this, said this, uh, 
in the chat. Playing not to lose instead of to win. Exactly. That's what the quarter is. That's exactly what it is. Like, they should be past that. They should be. It's literally like in football, you're just running the ball up the middle. Run the ball up the middle. Run the ball up the middle. You We're can't not going to do pass because we don't want to throw a pick. Mm-mm. You set yourselves up. And they threw exactly. picks anyway. Exactly. They fumbled. <laughs> it's really frustrating. Let's close the show with Duncan Robinson. Who, knee, fuck you, Mario Cristobal. I'm really, I'm, I'm really impressed with Duncan, guys. And I think yeah. for him to have kind of a rough year and a half, two years, to, to come back looking like the most complete player he's ever been, to contributing in a, in a lot of ways, not just shooting and moving, cutting, playmaking, you know, handling, all that stuff, enormous for them. I think you know, there's a world where he could start at some point this year um, in the playoffs. If it comes to that, I think that he's their sixth man this year, at, at least, you know, enormous for their offense. He's, I believe, shooting a, over 40% from three this year. Um, I think close to 50% last time I looked. I, I don't quote me on that, but I know it's he's shooting very, very well. And he's a Who big re- Yeah. He's, he's at 38 and it's probably going to go down because he's – he went two for six. Yeah. He went two for six. Okay, well, some. Oh, I thought he was up for. Regardless, he's shooting. He's playing very well and doing a lot of things. And and Bond, yeah. I, I'm really. Oh, Bond, and then we'll go to Frankie. I, I'm just really happy and proud of him. And I, I think that a lot of their offensive success is going to predicate on what he's able to do. Yeah, and it doesn't have to come in the ways that it's typically come when you talk about their offensive success with Duncan. I've been, I think, most improved by or most um, impressed by his off-ball movement and how um, not just the fact that it's happening, it's the kind of fluidity and coming off of cuts and like redirecting his momentum so smoothly and not just the overhelping, I'm going backdoor situations, but like curling off of pin downs and, and, and being um, just like really smooth and, and really intentional with where it is that he's trying to get the pass from Kyle to Duncan um, when he curled and, and kind of just streaked down the middle of the lane. And, and I appreciate Duncan because he continues his cuts all the way through. Duncan doesn't ever like truncate his cuts. He never cuts his, sh- his cuts short. Um, and so continuing that cut, Kyle put that on a dime and mm-hmm. his finishing inside. I, I, I've been super impressed with Duncan. I'm really just happy for him. It's, he said it's been a rough kind of year, year and a half or whatever. And, you know, say what you want to say about the people who were around him or whatever, but there's just something to having the security and the comfort and knowing win, lose, draw, you're going to see your time. You're going to see your minutes. You're going to get your reps. Um, and it allows you to play with a little bit more freedom. And I, I'm really happy with the way that he's taken the freedom and, and taken kind of just his role. He's been the consummate professional the entire time. And you really, really can't understate stuff like that because um, like shitty character, shitty ego, all of that, like that can really fracture um, and, and splinter a locker room. And it hasn't. And I've just been really impressed with the way that he's comported himself and how smoothly he's moving on the floor like the his offhand opposite side finishes he, we're seeing like g lee duncan <laughs> who had <laughs> some dribble drive and, and stuff like that and I've, I've been super happy for him frankie everyone's he does something everyone on the bench goes fucking crazy they like they're, they're all yeah. happy for him yeah. and i i just i think that's awesome yeah it is honestly 
And uh, Bond talked a lot about the off-ball stuff, and um, she mentioned the the curling, the making reads. That was that was early Duncan that we saw when he was having his most success. It wasn't just forty-four percent from three on high volume. Yep. It was cutting, making making reads, curling when the defense overplays it, getting easy layups. But now he's doing stuff on the ball too. When he when they gave him the ball, there was one play where he got the ball. Uh, Bryant came to screen. He rejected the screen and got all the way to the cup for a layup. And I'm like. Who is this guy? I the never ever seen you right. act like this before. <laughs> Literally, he's watching. He's watching Austin and, and Tyler have a mid off uh, this game, and he's he's like, I, I'll I'll take it from here. I thought, you meant, truly. Was I thought you meant truly for a second. I was like, whoa. No, no, no. <laughs> Duncan, Austin Reeves. Hey, how about this though? Duncan one foul against LeBron James. Yeah, baby. That's the biggest, and like that's and got a strip. That wasn't that's hiding been, in the zone either. That's been the thing that's kept him off the floor. Like we saw his like shooting and when he was inserted in the playoffs and he had it, but like the defensive presence and just not being able to stay out of foul trouble has been the shit that's kept him from being from getting his minutes. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I would have rather them close with T- Duncan over Tyler. I know that that's just not gonna happen, but no, it's not tonight. Yeah. I would have. I would have liked that. Real quick, Bam. Apparently, the first twenty twenty and ten game in franchise history. And this is a franchise that have had Alonzo Mourning, Shaq, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, Chris Bosh, Jimmy Butler, Ronnie Cycli. Like, a lot of guys. Huh? Go ahead, Frankie. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I was the last game against the Bucks this uh, past year. But it was like 2010 and 10, not, not Yeah, no, the, the, the 2020. Had 20 boards. Good Chats, for him. Chat's right. I'm, I forgot. Uh, Kyle Guy, Dion Waiters, Wang Zizi, Bano Udri. Um, Dexter Pittman, so some, some obviously, you know, you drink died for nothing. Yeah. Fuck you, Nikki Harrison. Uh, well, let's let's be nice to Nikki, you know. Shout uh, out to them. No, them 20 boards. Love that. Love that out of you. More of that. I don't want to see no more bam four rebound games. <laughs> and I love him in the drop. I love him being closer yeah. to the basket. <laughs> Thank you, Pat. G, G is so but, sick. G is so sick. <laughs> no, I, I, I think that he should play more drop. I've, I've said that for a while. Oh, it took you forever. We were, we've been telling you that. I did a video play. two years ago when they opened the season in preseason. He was playing more drop when they got Kyle, and I thought that it made a lot of sense to play to play drop. Maybe like in the playoffs, you want to switch more, but I think for sure in the yeah. regular season, it makes a lot of sense yeah. to also like they, not just for preservation. Involved more. But also yeah. like mix up. You know what I mean? Like you, yep. you can mix up your schemes and. Because yep. um, I mean, now, when you throw the switch on, it feels like a surprise. I think this <laughs> season not. in particular, I don't think they have as many switchy players, so I think that it makes sense to put them in drop. Whereas, yeah. do you? They... I think they have more. I think their wings are more switchy than their wings have been. I think that they're playing a lot of like Duncan, Tyler, and Thomas Bryant, and like those kinds yeah. of guys that scare me. Not that they haven't played those guys before, but I think. You know, Usually they don't play in unison. Yeah, like it yeah. makes sense when you have like when you're playing and love was starting earlier as well. You know what I mean? And like, you know, Drew Smith and stuff like that. Like all those guys are playing. Jovich is another guy that I don't really like trust switching that, you know, when he gets minutes. It, it was different when they had like PJ, Lowry, Jimmy, right? Like those guys like, okay, you, yeah. you, you trust yeah. them. But, you know, guys like yeah. these, especially they're younger too. And I think that I don't think you want to like overestimate. You kind of want to ease these guys in. Uh, yeah, I'm just thinking of Hamish. <laughs> yo, and, and, and Heisman, too. I, I believe Heisman can, can, can switch well, and we saw it in the playoffs. Is this Bamp's best game as a Heat player? Go around the room, Vaughn. 
Regular season. Um, Let's. Uh, I don't want to mix sure. in the stakes of playoffs, right? Like I wasn't ready for that question, so I'll say sure. Uh, okay, Frankie. Um, it's the most impressed I've ever been with him. I I left today thinking, oh, that this guy can be like a top twelve player in the league. Like the I, guy that showed up today is a top twelve player in the league. Yeah, I felt MV Bam today. Like, like there was a stretch where I was like, oh yeah, if Miami makes a run, he could he should slice like he should get at least one. There's MVP. like I, the guy I saw today that like. I look at him as better than Jimmy Butler, like on a lot of nights. There was more B and yeah. today for sure. Um, yep. B posture. I, I don't know. I, like that. That's a tough question. I, I he's had some really good games. Yeah. I, I feel like this is more more of the like this is closest to the version of Bam we expect. Like, yes. Peak Bam. Yeah. Chat plays too much. What fix says is how Trevor Reason ever get a twenty twenty ten. Did Trevor Reason have 2020 for the season? Uh, no God. way. Yeah, Giannis did have a did do a push up on him. Uh, that did happen. Why did y'all call him? Huh? Nothing. What? I said Giannis <laughs> had a push up. Did a you said Giannis? I said Giannis. No, I would never say Giannis because I don't like. That's not how you say my name, and I would never call right. somebody else that. No. Christian calls him that on purpose, yeah, and I feel like I heard you slip. But no, okay, I, I, I promise, I promise, I wouldn't because again, and you know, yeah. the Greeks and Italians, you know, we're we're long lost brothers. So you know, can uh, we talk about Hawkins real quick a little bit? Because that was a great defensive show. Let's close with that. I will want. I do want to read Weird Al's comment. And just a small aside. Can we talk about how the Bucks scape good Budenholzer for them only to look like butt soup? I just thought that was funny. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Hi, go. Let's close on Hawkins. Uh, man, just defensively, he he was very active. Uh, we knew he was a great team defender uh, individually. Like, and obviously the the Lakers don't have the speedy guards to really test him on the yeah. laterally. But you know they still have LeBron James, and I felt very comfortable with him uh, against LeBron James. I, I know LeBron is thirty eight years old. I don't care. He is still a top ten, top fifteen player, whatever stat, whatever. Yeah, strongest club. He is fucking LeBron James. Yeah. Uh, and and Jaime, I know Jaime grew up a Kobe fan. He, there's no way he did not grow up a Kobe fan. With his footwork, living in L.A., he wore 24 at UCLA. Yeah. I know for sure that that strip of LeBron felt fucking good. And and the little deke he got him in transition, Vaughn, on, on Bam's 10th assist, which what a fucking pass. If you haven't seen that highlight, go watch that pass and, and then watch how Hakez finishes in transition over LeBron. Incredible. I, I, I really like that kid. Yeah, I'm, I'm super pleased with him. He The two stops back-to-back, -back, he like rode LeBron out and he got that weird right-hand shot, wonky angle on the left side. And then a couple possessions later, LeBron goes to do something kind of in the lane and he wraps him up. Yeah. I, I just, like you said, I, I think it's really well said about you know we've had feelings about him being a good team defender but feeling comfortable in not necessarily complete iso situations but in at least you know like some dig and recover as a secondary defender but right. you, you kind of you feel fine with him on those type of assignments and i i that's going to you know see him continue to to get minutes and you know he just just still so fundamentally sound offensively good for work Great up and unders, great step throughs. I great touch around the rim. Super happy with him. Let's, great touch around the rim. Get, gets to the rim. 
Last thing I'll say about him, I need him like 63s, 60 made threes before we exit practice. Give me 10 at each of the top three spots. I need 15 out of both corners. The form is there. The form is fine. I just I feel like he just needs like some repetition. He does. He does. That that's something that since he was such an on ball player in college, yep. we didn't really get that. But yep. he's got he's gotta make that in the in the lead now. Yep. Heat win. Celtics lose and Jets losing. Pretty cool night, says Euphemism for Wonder. It is a big win for them, and I know that the Lakers are not like this high seeded team, but I think anytime you beat LeBron James, especially yeah. given the organization's history with him, I think that that's a huge night. You know, not only former player, you know, guy who won two championships with you, but a guy that you played in the finals. Yep. Um, I think someone that, that gets up for Heat games. Yep. <laughs> Who played he great? Tied for seventh in the East. AD played. I know that AD had his hip, groin, whatever. Yes. But he was out there, and you got you got a big win, and you can't take that away. And they need to start stacking successes on each other. This is the first time they win two games all season. Yep. Um, you know they gotta they gotta get out of the little hole that they dug. Thankfully, it's not too big. I believe they play Memphis. Memphis next. Oh, Memphis is dying for a win right now. Bam versus Jaron. So, yeah, that's going to be exciting. I believe they have the Hawks on Saturday. Um, so it's, it's some winnable. Yes. Yeah. Correct. They have some winnable. And then Wimby on Sunday. <laughs> they have winnable games. Those are, those are winnable. I mean, well, Wimby lost by like 60 today. So, yeah. I don't know if you saw they, that, that score. A little streak here. Memphis, Atlanta, San Antonio, Charlotte. Yep. All on the road, though. So, you know, two and two is, hey. is definitely. Table. <laughs> I, I and I think that they need to start kind of figuring stuff out because you know if you dig yourself a hole early in the season they don't have the health or the consistency to get themselves out so while they have yeah. a lot of their pieces right now they should really focus on collecting as many wins as they can and getting in a comfortable spot in the east so it's only been seven games but it feels like it's gone kind of quick yeah. <laughs> it feels like it's taking forever I'm not gonna lie season's been a slow oh, man. yeah it's just <laughs> Because they had like three game, three or four games in the first four nights. Yeah, bro. Adam Silver is a war criminal. What the hell, bro? I just want to play volleyball and go to yoga. Adam Silver, fuck you, man. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, at least you didn't schedule me tomorrow. We got, a, we got a game. We're two and two. We got, we got to get out. We get, we like the Heat. Got to get out of this hole. Thank you for joining us for the Heat Beat post game show. Make sure to check out Young Jeezy's new album. That shit's fire. Ooh. The Attack on Titan ending <laughs> was not very good. And I'll see y'all Wednesday. For the next post-game show. Was right. Shout out college basketball season. Frankie, what? Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.